My name's Kat. Hi, and my name's Alistair, and this is Bampop Productions Podcast. <laughs> I just realised that we, we did it the wrong that way. Yeah. Because you pointed at me. Yeah. This like, so geez. I said my name first. D- yeah, that was stupid. Why did I do that? I pointed at me, I, so I at, thought yeah. that I had to go first. Before we started, I did a countdown with my fingers for the start of the podcast, yeah. and I pointed at you like it was your turn to go, but it's me that goes first. Should we try that again? <laughs> so we've got three... Two. No, you count me in. You count oh, me in. Three, two, one, go. Hi, my name's Elsa. Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Bampot Productions Podcast. Well, Catherine, what do you have for us tonight? <laughs> okay. Uh, NATO expansion of Finland. Finland has very quickly um, joined NATO. Probably it's been pushed by the conflict. Well, so, so, so down, so down, so down. Nobody wants to hear a woman's opinion on military matters, which is a masculine domain. Now, let me ask a very masculine, logical kind of question on this, very important question that comes from a male perspective. Why has NATO decided to invade Finland? (laughs) Every single thing you've said Uh is factually incorrect. Right. Yeah, is it? So... What's happened is, is that Finland has recently, uh-huh. in the past few days, officially joined NATO. Okay. And as a result, Russia yeah. has cut off... Is it their gas supply, their oil supply? I think it's gas. So I don't know. It's um, or to Finland, it... you mean? Yeah. Yeah, so no. Finland and... Oh, sorry. The Bampot cat is here, popping up. Um, Finland... Uh, shares, I think, part, maybe all, but I think part of their national grid for electricity with uh, with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much of their electricity is produced inside Russia. If I had to guess, I would even say that Finland is a net exporter of electricity, if I had to guess, but I don't know. Um, and that maybe... It's like security for them. I like there's no blackouts, but it's the electricity grid. They've cut Russia has cut them off from the electricity grid, but Finland I produces it was gas or oil. No, so there's obviously the back and forth with gas um, going mm. on at the moment. Um, however, that's not what's been cut off specifically to Finland. It was the national grid is what they they shut down. Um, the connection between the two countries' grids um, in retaliation to the NATO thing. That's what was cut. Um, but I say NATO, I think, I think I'm right in saying Finland produces most of its electricity from gas turbines. So mm-hmm. if there is a hike in gas prices or if that supply gets destabilised, then Finland may actually be in some trouble. Um, but who knows? This is, it's a major... Russia is a very unreliable partner to have for any of these kind of oil or gas needs. So you're just as well ripping the plaster off now, you know, fucking... Dealing with horrendously high prices and fucking figuring out how to do it, you know, on the cheap kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I would have assumed that I would have assumed Finland would have known that this would have been a consequence. Right. Yeah, and it's too coincidental that so shortly after the Ukrainian conflict slash war that they've now joined. So they're clearly a fr- well. I mean, they're clearly maybe trying to protect themselves, and um, because as we know, an attack on one NATO member is an attack on all. 
That's what they say. That's um, um, Article 1 of NATO, right? Article 1 actually is let's all party. Let's, there is article a party two, called NATO. Let's all get drink, drunk. It's actually, I don't know what Article 1 is or if they have articles. Well, that was definitely your motto at, at uni. Let's get drunky and spunk. My, no. my motto was wake up early and go to bed early and work hard and get good grades. I believe that your motto... Was mm-hmm. this partying at drunk and do drugs and be a total dick bag? Yeah, sure. Um, it's a great motto to have, your one anyway. I just wonder why it's only a motto and not an actionable. <laughs> God, let's just have a go at each other. Yeah, <laughs> this just turns into like I started a back that, and sorry. forth thing. What I actually wanted to say is that Finland is a country not in Scandinavia. Like it's true. Today. It's true, it's not. I think that the Finns like to deem themselves as being different from the rest of the Scandinavians. Although a lot of people do mistake them. So what is the reason? Like, why is, what is Finland? Like, why is Finland? What is the definition of Scandinavia then? If it's not just countries in Norway, Europe? Norway, Denmark and Sweden. Yeah, but. Finland isn't part of that apparently. But what does it mean? Is it like a specific culture? Like kind of Celtic culture or Maybe it's a bit like Scotland and England. There's a difference that are made by the people there. Right. Or maybe, just I mean, the Finns might be quite proud of their culture and heritage, or they might be slightly more nationalistic. Actually, I don't know that much Which about I Finland. Fair. It's not in the news a lot. Finland is, um, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, Finland is um, like, culturally a bit closer to Russia as well. Like, you know, obviously massive land border and they share a lot. They've gone back and forth and you know, they fight a lot as well. Um, but yeah, I guess they have been... Historically, mm-hmm. maybe a bit closer to Russia than other countries in Europe. But it's funny, like, there's very few countries that are share a border with Russia, but are Finland that... Finland does share a border, then? Yeah, but that are that Western as well, like, in their outlook. Because they're know, not an Eastern European or that's even a Central European yeah. country. They have a very, um, you know, Western perspective on things, yet they share that border. There's no other country has a border with Russia that's, like, that Western, you know. And because they share that border and because of what's happening in Ukraine, now they've suddenly joined. Because right. they had all this time to join, but now they've pushed very quickly. What do you think is going to happen in terms of... The electricity grid, do you think they can manage without Russia? I think it... Because they so, would have known that, that this would have been a consequence of They will have known it, right, yeah. Right, I mean, that would have been an obvious consequence. Right. So then, what do you think they're going to do now? Is this something they can handle? I have no idea. Um, as I say, they produce... I think all... I, I'm pretty sure... I might be wrong on this, I haven't looked it up. But I'm pretty sure that Finland exports electricity to Russia. I think they're a net exporter. What? Yeah, I think they generate more than they use, but I suspect that that was good in both ways and that it's a bit of a um, protection for the Russians. Uh, For the Finnish, you could go on this? No. I thought that Russia banned oil. I didn't... Right... It's saying Finnish loopholes allow imports of Russian coal and oil. Yeah. So there was new sanctions to ban Russian coal imports. We'll have a four months grace period to end their contracts. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a ban in oil to them, but you're saying that Finland gives Russia electric. No, that well, yes, but that's not related to the ban. What I'm saying is in retaliation... Russia and Finland share an electric grid. They share 
the grid for electricity. So people that produce electricity in Russia can, like, that electricity goes into Finland and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And Russia turned that off in retaliation so to them Russia's joining NATO or saying they want to join NATO. To Finland. I, but I don't think that's the right way to say it because the point I'm making is that they are... They've just shut down the sharing of their grid. Like, I don't know who exports power to who. I'm pretty sure Finland exports power to Russia overall. I it's think just Finland's they generate a small country. more. Wouldn't they need power themselves rather than giving it? Yeah, but if they're a small country, that means that they don't need as much for their own people. So if they're generating it, they have more. To, like, it, it's all relative. But, yeah, I think overall they provide more um, capacity to Russia. And I think the benefit to Finland of being connected to a larger grid is that they get the benefit of kind of, you know, um, more security from it, more reliability. I have no idea if what I'm saying is right, though, because I haven't actually looked this up. I just suspect, given that also, Finland uh, isn't in crisis at the moment and we're not hearing stories about rolling blackouts. I'm going to guess that they've been able to generate their own power after this was shut down. I see. I think the main issue, though, is that I believe Finland generates most of its electricity via Russian gas that they burn. So if those gas exports start to slow down, then, yeah, that could be an issue. But then no, America will see, just have to step in. Finland faces Russia in electricity cut off. Russia cuts electric supply to Finland. That was a day ago. Mm -hmm. So it looks like it's what the Russians are doing to the Finns. Yeah, but I don't know if that's been said. Like, there's a lot of these stories. I, that might be right. I guess I'm really not saying, but a lot of stories have been written that way. Can I, you Russian know? operator to suspend electric supply to Finland. Yeah. See, I True thought it was support. more likely that it would be Russia because they're bigger and would have more electric than yeah. Finland. So I thought that. Does Finland export electricity? Finland exported 3.1 gigawatt hours of electricity in 2016. But is that to Russia though? It probably is because I don't know if they, sh I don't think they share a grid with anyone else. But Russia saying that they're going to cut off electric power. So yeah. maybe the stuff that makes the electric is in Russia. Electricity sector in Finland relies on nuclear power, forest industry, black liquor and wood consumption. Yeah, so they use a lot of it. Consumption import. Industry was the major consumer, up to seven. From Sweden. Seems to be back and forth. Let's get this. Net imports during this time varied between 7 terawatt hours to Sweden and 7 terawatt hours from Sweden. Mm -hmm. So they export and import, but it balances out. And 4 to 11 from Russia. What's this? And up to 11. Up to 11.5 terawatt hours from Russia and 4 to 11 terawatt hours from Russia, which has also been imported from Estonia. Man, I don't know what this is saying. I'm going to go ahead and say it looks like they do import more than they export, but that may actually just be... Finland imports... More than they export. So what does that mean? 
I don't know. I just think, like, I don't know how how much power the Finns actually have in terms of electric. I would have thought that that would have been Russia. Mm. But you're saying that they export more than what they import. I'm saying I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I don't... I, 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 I think the Russians are making it difficult for them now to gain any type of electric. I think... Question is, so how difficult can they make it? Is they, they to, it looks like the Finnish national grid is also connected to Sweden, from what I read there. Oh, right, um, it's always interconnected with yeah. the Scandinavian countries. And there's something there about them importing from Estonia as well, so maybe they're connected to Estonia along some line. But um, I don't know, either they import 11 terawatt hours, roughly, from Russia, or... Which they won't get anymore. Yeah, or but like that's like the net import, or but the Wikipedia article I was reading is saying is that they both import and export to each other, so that might balance out. I'm not sure. Like with Sweden, Finland gives seven terawatt hours a year to Sweden, but Sweden also gives that same amount back at different times to them to Finland. So, um, and maybe the same thing happened with Russia. Maybe Russia's a net importer, exporter. I'm not sure. But if the powers that be in Finland mm-hmm. are at all efficient, then they would have known that Russia would have done this. So they right. should have made for provisions and backup, meaning <clears throat> that they mustn't really get that much from Russia in the first place. So they must have known that this is a price true. worth paying. Yeah joining NATO, meaning that they now need to rely on other countries that like you mentioned, Sweden, yeah. maybe Estonia. What what do you think is going to be the political consequence of Finland joining NATO in terms of other surrounding countries? Do you think a lot of other Eastern European countries will, will actually kind of follow suit and join NATO? Will Estonia, although is Estonia not already part of NATO... I believe it is, yeah. I think Isn't Estonia it? is, yeah. but a lot of other countries aren't. Do you think a lot of other Eastern European countries will join NATO now? I think a lot will want to. Like, it'll definitely have the opposite effect of what Putin wanted, which yeah. is to push NATO a bit further back. However, at the same time, there comes a point where it becomes a kind of crazy calculation mm-hmm. for Russia to make, like... They can't allow that. I don't support Russia, but I'm just saying, like, as but far they as wouldn't power... Allow or, they like, they would try to do everything in their power yeah. to stop it. They can't. And that with their power. They can't allow themselves to be surrounded. No country can have it. That's crazy. Like, every country in your border is part of a foreign alliance that's, you know, pretty negative towards you. Like, that's not... That's not viable. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Uh the other problem is, like, if if NATO keeps allowing members in that maybe don't share the exact same values, you get into a weird situation where, like, what if... I'm trying to think of, like, a small country on the border that doesn't really... Like, what if you let, say, Georgia... And I know Georgia's, like, closer... But what if you let Georgia into NATO and then Russia invades... Georgia, are you really going to go to nuclear war over that? Like, for this small country that's probably it's pretty internally divided? Like, it's the same thing with, like, the Ukraine. NATO might not accept them then if there was... Because if NATO was called to war, yeah. 
then the problem is that <clears throat> if it's a NATO member, then yeah. in theory they would need to do something. Mm-hmm. And Ukraine's a very complex situation because there are regions in the the east which mm. are very pro-Russian that want to be part of Russia. Like yeah, but then I think would you go to nuclear war to prevent? Like what if at the end of oh this, well, you want to avoid Donetsk, nuclear war yeah. at all costs. It becomes weird though, like, you know, for Western countries that are, you know, have a similar democratic tradition um, that have been stable for quite a long time, it maybe makes more sense to be a member of NATO um, because, like, you have kind of shared values and mm-hmm. stuff. Your countries are, you know, pretty internally quite stable. Mm-hmm. Like, take the UK, for example, like, you know, the UK could split up and that certain countries could vote to leave the UK, which isn't very stable, like Scotland or Ireland. However... There's no country in the UK thinking about joining, like, Russia or an mm. alliance with China. Like, yeah, yeah. They're very Western in their outlook. And it's like, you're not going to, like, end up in a weird situation where you have to declare war on Scotland because they've gone Soviet. Like, whereas in the east of Ukraine, yeah, weird shit like that can happen. Like, certain groups can take over, you know, with a bit of Russian military equipment and they have a referendum. and they I think Russia. it's quite it's like, a lawless region. Yeah, right. Not just right. in Ukraine. That's I think a really it's point. lawless yeah. in Eastern European in general. Yeah. You know, so then you will get people or groups that might garner more yeah. power in this. I mean, I think these problems have been ongoing in Ukraine for years, even prior to the Russian invasion of the mm-hmm. East in 2014. Like, I Because th- that was eight years ago now. Yeah. I think even prior to that, there must have been problems. I mean, all countries and regions have their problems, but yeah. I think in relation to that, there was very problems there. And I think you're right, you know, there... It is probably quite a lawless part of the world. I think, I think that a idea lawless that parts it's are lawless is actually really interesting for something like NATO, where you've got such a black and white rule that you have to go to war to defend another nation, and the use of nuclear weapons is justified in doing that. Suddenly, if you're in a region that's kind of lawless, where things change quickly you can end up in a really weird situation where you're not sure, like, do we go to war here? Do we defend it? And if, like, you've made a promise that all of these, you will protect all the members with nuclear weapons, and then you go, actually, maybe we don't really mean it for Donetsk, the threat doesn't mean anything anymore. Because, like, you know, you've just let a region go in a country that's a member. It's, I'm not even sure that I agree with the expansion of NATO that much. Um, I, I... I guess countries kind of, I feel you can put yourself in really strange situations where, yeah, maybe you have to figure out, shit, do we want to risk the whole world for the Donetsk? But maybe we do, but I don't know. Well, in theory, <laughs> NATO says an attack on one of their members yeah. is an attack on all, but that yeah. doesn't mean that it would be full-scale war. Yeah. I mean, can it be argued it's a full-scale war now? Can be, but yeah, it's just you you're prepared could, but it's to contained do it. Yeah. in Ukraine. And neither side have gone nuclear, bear in mind that Russia has nukes. And I bet you that the, the, the Ukrainians are um, regretting having forsaken their nukes in 1996. Right. Because if they had them, do you think that they would have been invaded? That's so funny. Because Russia fundamentally under Putin is a bully. Yeah. You know, yeah, fair. that man is a megalomaniac and he thinks that this is his way of making history. Well, he's going to be on the wrong side of my history, I can tell you that much. <laughs> when I write my, my volumes on the early 21st century, my God, he will not come out with And I tell you one other thing. I'm not a religious person. I don't know if there's a God or not. 
I don't know if there's a heaven or hell or not. I know. But I can tell you one thing. There he is. is not going to heaven. <laughs> I can tell you that now. He is not getting there. Well, not your heaven, but, you know. Well, in be... his own heaven he might, but I doubt he's a religious man. What if, like, God is exactly like Putin and, like, just... Well, then God would be inviting him in. Yeah. But, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. But he's not going to get into my heaven, <laughs> if there is a heaven. Um, yeah, they had nukes and they gave them up. That turned out to be a yeah. pretty rough choice. And You don't hear the CND lot talking about that too much. 26 years later, I bet you they bitterly regretted that decision. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I'm laughing. Like, I'm laughing because if you don't laugh, you cry. It's but, tough. But, I know, I know. Okay, so how would you like to end, end it, Ali, on what note... Good luck to, to every Ukrainian in the fight, to every Ukrainian seeking, you know, a safe shore somewhere to to set up their life for the time being, 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 and uh, yeah, hopefully cooler heads can prevail, and hopefully everyone realizes there's nothing to be gained at this point, and can kind I of just go back to, you know, mindless consumerism. Which is just infinitely better than, you know, risking your life for than the mindless Donetsk. war. Yeah. Surely you're better with the devil that, you know, mindless consumerism yeah. v mindless war. Right. Yeah. Well, I've always said, you know, you'd rather live in Brave New World than 1984. That's it. <laughs> and Putin wants to give us 1984 and, uh, you know, some weird American culture wants to give us, you know, Brave New World. And let's just... Which one do you choose? Yeah, let's just enjoy the, you know... Mindless consumerism. I'm gonna keep saying that phrase. I'm gonna say that phrase a lot today. Yeah, you're saying that a lot. Yeah. And I'm like just it. gonna say mindless war. Mindless war. Um. Okay. So. Anyway, check us. Anyway, <laughs> check us out on Bampot Pod. No, no, no. The, the platform is Twitter. Check us out on Twitter at Bampot Pod. B-A-M-P-O-T. Ah, yeah. P-O-D. Bampot Pod. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying that. It's as if I keep saying it, then everyone's going to pile on it. Okay. <laughs> Bye from Cat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from Alley Cat. Over and out. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.